0: The Dance Printing Studio, Session 23. You're worth more than you think you are. Interview with London-based choreographer Tarek Quest. Five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> Oh, gosh. (laughs) I've had to do this like three different times. Oh, my goodness. Well, hello there. This is Annette Bone. I'm the host of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Thank you so much for joining me. And the Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business. And we'll be bringing you some of the best and creative minds who are connected to the art of dance. And they will be sharing their stories, their ideas, Strategies and Tactics to Help Move Your Life and Business Forward. And I'm thrilled to be bringing you an interview that I did with my new friend, Tarek Quest, from London. He is a dancer, he's a choreographer, a teacher, and a model, and also an entrepreneur. He's the CEO of Gauze, and we'll go into that in the interview. I think you're going to find the parallels between dance and business very clearly. Mm -hmm.
1: in dance and in anything you do in life you always have to progress you know you can't really i mean you can stay in in the same place but your position may change you know mm-hmm. um it's always about innovating and uniting which is what we stand for which is what yes. is all about so yeah hey i'm Tarek quest choreographer dancer and ceo of gors coming to you from london you are listening to another session from the Dancepreneuring Studio.
0: It's profitable to be skillful and
1: wise. Welcome to this week's Step to Success.
0: A step to your success is anything that moves your life and business forward. Whether it's an app, a book, or an idea, you can apply something today that will help you succeed. I think it's appropriate this week to mention a step to success that I've recommended before, and it is a podcast by my friend, Kirk Bowman, and it's called the art of value show. And you can find a link in the show notes at Annette bone.com forward slash zero two three. And Kirk is a great host. He really facilitates his interviews excellently and brings on some of the best players across different industries and you'll know after listening to his sessions that you can definitely offer more value to your clients, but also get compensated fairly and more than you think you deserve. So you are worth more than you think you are. And I think Kirk does an excellent job of helping you discover that. And he interviews, like I said, people across different industries. So you'll definitely learn something And again, check the show notes out and go to the Art of Value show. You will learn a lot and you will know that you are worth more than you think you are. And now, Life and Business Connect with the Dancer's Dialect. The Dancer's Dialect is the dancer's language. I'm going to share dance terminology across different genres so you can see the correlations in your life and in your business. The word for today in the Dancer's Dialect is A pomon is a French word, and it means shouldering. And it relates to definitive positions that are used in ballet that take into account where your head is placed, the direction you're looking in, where your arms are, where your focus is, the way that your body is. And um, it, it's different for the different ballet schools. Like there's some variation with that. But what I wanted to relate about A.P.A.M.A.L. is because it's definitive and you know where you're facing toward, I relate it to facing obstacles and facing challenges. I think you need to face those head on to know how best to deal with them, whether it's in your life or in your business, you can apply the concept of A.P.A.M.A.L. to be definitive in your direction so that you can make progress in your life and in your business.
1: Now that you're warmed up, get ready
0: to go full out with our feature presentation. Earlier in the session, you heard a little snippet of some conversation that Tarek and I had after we stopped recording, and I'm excited to bring you now the interview that we recently did, and I want to preface this by reading you what GAWS is and what GAWS stands for. And this you'll find on his website, and you can go to the show notes at anetbone.com forward slash 023. And this is what Gauze is. And Gauze is spelled G-A-W-Z, and Tarek will explain in the interview where that name came from. Gauze is a movement created to inspire, encourage, and empower people to reach their goals and pursue their calling in life. Gauze, by definition, stands for appreciation to innovate and unite. Appreciation for the art and the dedication of the people who do it. In many ways, it is a sign of respect and love to everyone who is in the pursuit of their own dreams. To live your life fearlessly, honest, and to encourage others to do the same is to be gauze. are a dancer, a choreographer, a teacher, a model, and also an entrepreneur. You've been all over the world. You've had some really interesting experiences. Can you describe one lesson from your dance journey that you think can be applied to someone that is currently running a business or even someone that wants to be an entrepreneur?
1: Uh, Yeah. Um, I think it's important to wherever you travel or or go to teach or do a job anywhere i think it's important to ask questions like it's important to know how how did the choreographer get to where they are or how what you need to do in the job to gain that humbleness that appreciation that you know to know to know the the, the basic steps of of going going that step forward in the sense of if i went to italy for example what do i need to what do i need to know to be like right to the organizers this is who I am. This is what I do. This is how I I would like to be appreciated. So you kind of need to know your grounds and um, know your worth, I guess, at the same time. And that's a life goal. That's a life goal to knowing anything in life, knowing knowing that you're worth more than you, you uh, people say that you are, especially in an industry like the dance industry um, where it's so fickle and things go come down to your looks or who you know and et cetera, et cetera. Um, it's all. It's always good to know your worth and know that I am. I am better than you think I am, um, so this is how, this is who I am if you don 't like it, take care, goodbye and if you do, hello, my name is Tarek so yeah
0: I love that I love that attitude of knowing who you are, being confident in who you are, and like you said, especially the dance industry where it is so fickle and um, that leads me to my next question about your company, Gauze, and the movement not only that it's it 's your company but it 's a movement it 's a brand that. Yeah. I so resonated with when I read about it Mm -hmm. and can you talk about what the inspiration was for Gauze and describe the steps that you took in creating this brand and this movement?
1: Mm -hmm. Okay Um, so it came around I, I would say the beginning of 2013 and I mean I was I was at a point in my life where I was training, I was uh, traveling with the company I was with. And it was a learning curve because when I went to places, I would go to dance studios and I'll see the dancers who are there and how they would act towards one another. And it just, it got me annoyed because I was like, you know everyone's in this industry to, uh, for the same for the same reason for the same cause why why do we act a certain way to each other why do we look at each other in a different way why do we give each other at- attitude and stuff and that's where it came that's where it came around the uh, the inspiration to make a movement and be like right this is going to stand for being united and to innovate together because at the end of the day we are a community and we do forget that time day, day by day because we're all we're all on the grind on our own and trying to get to places on a daily day basis but at the same time we're in we are in an industry where we need to stick together and we know how hard it is so why not help each other instead of try you know break up, break each other down so that's when it came around and that's what inspired me and gauze was simply, simply from a word that was used into 2013 which was swag and i took swag and i flipped it flipped it over so when you spell it backwards it's gauze and then i changed the s to z just to give it that you know spice and um and then after that i put a definition on top of it to give it more substance and then after that I put a movement which is what you might might have seen on the logo and stuff which is the hand and the two fingers uh together um, and that just came from a choreography that I did in the day when I was when I was choreographing it I went you know when you just switch onto something you you see it and you're like oh my gosh that could be the logo and I just continued with that that's how it came that's how it came by um but at the same time I had a I had a dictionary what I called back in there back in there back in the day sorry which is a dictionary that I created, like certain words that have that are are in the dictionary, but have different definitions. And Gauze was under it. So um, I kept that to be, you know, the support and appreciation meaning of the word. And then I just built on that as the years went by, I guess.
0: Do you feel that that message that Gauze stands for has helped you with your teaching and your choreography experiences in the different countries that you've been in, like Europe versus USA versus China
1: and Canada? Yeah, I think it gives me more of a an understanding of myself. So when people see my work and see what I stand for, they know, oh, okay, this guy is here to, you know... He doesn't mean any harm. He's just here to come and train me and give me what I need. Um, so people feel more comfortable about that. I think it's better, I think it's better as a teacher for people to know what they're gonna come and come and get instead of being the wonder. And um, I went for a phase because I don't I don't only teach a certain style. I, I teach what I generally prefer. So like if there's a week I wanna do heels, I'll do heels. If there's a week I wanna do hip hop, I'll do hip hop. And my students that came to class Enjoyed that, but then most of the most of them didn't because they didn't know what they were receiving. So I decided to change the name of class to gaussography because gaussography is whatever it could be, it could be whoever, whatever style, whatever vibe, and I changed that and it made people understand my movement more than before when it was just named commercial. So. Yeah, I think it does help. I think it helps with the understanding of my background and what I'm what I do and what I'm going to give you in a sense. Yeah,
0: I really like that. And I think it's really important that you explain that because just as in, I think in dance and in any business, if you can create your own vocabulary and get that unique branding to your business, that's going to make you stand out that much more. And now knowing what the reason the reason why Gauze was created, for me, it just makes that message resonate with me that much more. So thank you so much for explaining no that and going into that a little bit more. That's fine. In your early days of dance training, what helped you the most as you were being mentored by your instructors that you implement in your life and in your business today?
1: I think what helped me was having... Okay, so my mentors, they were always humble and they always were upfront with me and they always was honest about the industry so i think that helped me a lot is when i was well educated about how it's going to be so i didn't just get thrown into it at the deep end and be shocked so at the beginning when i was training you know and they were asking me what i wanted to do and what i wanted to achieve they told me they're like okay that's that's great but it's going to be hard like there's there's going to be obstacles that you have to come over you need to be strong it's a it's a tough industry to break into but you have to keep on fighting and be on top of your game that's one important thing i I would think is great to take from your mentor it's honesty because you need that you need honesty you need to be you need to be told straight on right this is how it's going to be you either take it or leave it you know or also honesty, but also constructive criticism. You don't want someone to be like you're crap or you're you're not you're not that good. You want you want someone to be like you're doing great, but this is what's going to give you the edge. Um, this is what's going to take you to the next level. Because sometimes, I mean, words speak louder than action in a, on a daily day basis. So when someone says something to you, you can you take that more to an to an offense than someone who hits you on your face. I guess, because words register more within ourselves than someone just tapping us on our shoulder, you know? So I think constructive criticism is the best way to go. Also, honesty, but in the right way. You don't want someone to be like, yeah, whatever. You're you're not that great. You're not going to do good. You want someone to be like, you are on the right path. However, this is what you should do.
0: It sounds like that was very critical for you as you were training and it sounds like you really valued the the, uh, the mentorship that you got while you, in, you know, in your early dance days. Yeah. Can you tell me about the mentorship program that you have created for your own students? Yeah,
1: of course. So I created this in January this year, 2015, and it just popped into my head to be like, right, you know, all I'm, all there is at the moment in class is choreography. You're going to come to a class and you're going to take steps and go. And I thought you know, I want more. I want more. Cause I know when I was growing up in training, I always went to the teacher and I was like, can I have feedback? Can I get feedback? Because it's something that is not done on a, on a regular basis. When you go to class, you just go and you, they teach you steps and then you leave. And it's a bit like, okay, well, that's nice. I just paid, um, over here. It's like, what's, Six to eight pounds for a class, and I'm gone. Like, see you later. So, I came into my head and I said, right, this is what I'm going to do. So, basically, I, for eight weeks, I run a program for five students. And I said five because it gives me more, I can concentrate on them five more instead of having 10 and being like, right, I don't know what to tell you, you know, because I'm trying to focus on 10 different students. So, I said five so I can give them the one and Undivided attention and to give them the correct feedback they need to continue and for eight weeks what i do in class is film their film them at the end and watch their progress and after after four weeks we meet up and i say right this is this is some feedback take it on any questions let me know and now for the next four weeks i want you to try and engage that, try and put that in into play, put it in class. And then after the next four weeks, at the end of the whole programme, we meet up again and I give them a full page and a half feedback to be like, right, this week you were at this stage. And then week five, you are now here, blah, blah, blah. And then give them an overall feedback with with what I think they should do next and where they should go and what classes they should take. And then I'll leave them to their own devices and be like, right, I hope to see you again in class. And if I do, then I'll continue giving you that feedback you know to be like right you're doing great you're doing amazing you are still growing you are taking it on board which is great and on top of that the program doesn't cost any more than what you take what you pay for class so it's not a thing it wasn't a thing to profit from it wasn't a thing to make money out of it was just a thing to give back to the community because it wasn't done in london i guess it wasn't done in classes so i i thought there's no point. Like you just come. All you do is come to pay pay for class. You tell me if you want to be on the program. I put your name down, and I be keeping contact for eight weeks, and bam, I'll give you feedback.
0: What is the demographic of the people that you mentor? Are they all wanting to be professional dancers, or are they kids, or is it just kind of a mixed group?
1: No, um, majority of them are professional dancers. They are either at college and training and wanting to break into the industry or they're about to go into college to start intense dance training that's my target audience at the moment and that's the majority of people that come to my class it's hardly hardly any professionals you know you know that are working come to my class and i and i find that interesting because my class is not something my class is not that class that you will go and take if you want to be seen or if you if you want to look like you're in a trend or in a fashion my class is for you to come and push yourself and challenge and when when a professional does come to my class they find it difficult so for me it's it's an amazing thing but at the same time it's a bit like right well you need to take your training in your hands and you know be better than what you are like why why stay comfortable why stay on the same level that you you are doing because it's working for you which is, if, if you think that's great, that's great. But for me, I think it's always best to, to always push and achieve and go on go to the next step on that ladder because there's no point staying the same because one day someone's going to come and it's going to be better than you. And then what's going to happen? You know, you know it's gonna, you're just going to be on the side, you know. Oh gosh, I should have taken Tarot's class. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs>
0: I watched your choreography now and yes, I, I agree with you. And I love that you mesh the styles together. I love that. It's not just hip hop. It's not just contemporary or jazz, but there's definitely, you know, you make me watch because I feel like there's more to your choreography than just the movement. And, and I think a lot of that is missing today where you have, you know, that there's just something deeper and that there's something more. And I really appreciate technical dancing. I, you know, I come from a technical background as my, myself and mm-hmm. i love that but I also love when I can watch a dancer or watch a performer it doesn't have to be dancing and you feel something right yeah and so that's that's you know like I was telling before I you know I got that from you and with these students that you mentor what are the common challenges that you're finding with with these people and what is the process that you take them through to help them
1: the common the common ones are speed because with my class it's I mean, the choreography is fast, it's very intricate, and it's on like beats, counts, lyrics. Um, So they find speed difficult. And the way to help that really is you need to it it takes consistency so weekly like coming to class weekly which is which is what the eight weeks is for and after the eight weeks they understand it and that they can pick up the choreography and do it at the speed that is that is done it's consistency also standing in class and just listening to the music so you know what you're what you're meant to be on or what you're meant to what beat you're meant to be hitting because we don't know it but when you try and mark it every time the song comes on, you're not actually taking it into your body. you are just do it. You're just going through the motion, going through the motion because that's what the teachers told you to do. But if you just stand there and examine the music and be like, right, this is meant to be on, on a one count and an end count, you understand it more. Your body gets in the rhythm better and you'll perform it better than you think you are because you know the music that is is in the background so i think that helps them too also with my uh, with my classes it's always good to even if you're marking it or doing it full out it's always good to do the movement as accurate as possible and as clean and strong as possible because as our muscles they have to create pictures they have to create an image to be like right this is what i'm meant to be doing at this this time so if you do it if you do it accurate and clean, and with a strong position, then your muscle, your muscle memory is going to remember it, and it's going to do it like that, two times better. But if you do it, if you do it with no conviction and it's just, it's just floppy, then when you perform it, it's going to be floppy. So I think those those three things are important within it: is uh, speed, uh, also listening to uh, the music and being accurate, and also doing it ac- uh, clean with power. I think that helps.
0: Can you give me some things that inspire your choreography?
1: Yeah. Um, that's, a, that's an interesting question because a lot of people do ask, ask me how I create it, but like inspiration comes from anywhere. So I tend to choreograph in the living room uh, or in the kitchen because I don't want to look at myself when I'm dancing. I want to create something that I feel feels nice if that makes sense um but also inspiration comes from my surroundings so sometimes i get inspired by sitting in starbucks funnily enough um (laughs) having a coffee and just looking outside and look at my environment and be like what's going on what's 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 the daily rush also i get inspired when i watch a a different like individual like i I see another choreographer or teacher um uh, in LA or New York or um, in London and take something from that and be like, Oh, that was nice. And that's touched me. So let me, let me embrace that and go, go full foresight. But also uh, what I think is important and what inspires me too is when I choreograph, I create a story. So sometimes if I want to relate to a, to a life matter, then I would connect like that. But if I want to relate to anything that I'm anything that my, Surroundings are going through, like friends or family, then that will help too to inspire me cr- to create something. Because for me, it's not just chor- choreography; it's it's got a story behind it. It's got a backbone. You need to feel it. You need to be in the zone to do my choreography. I guess.
0: Yes, I I definitely see that. Watching the <laughs> videos. Less. I'm. I really hope you can come out to LA and teach some classes and stuff. I think it'd be awesome to take class from you
1: oh bless it'll be great i'd love to I'd love to come yeah down. that would be
0: fantastic so i'm i'm, I'm looking forward to that because i know that'll happen sometime. so oh, that'll bless. be great yeah <laughs> <laughs> what so what is next on the horizon for gauzography and for Tarek? And, and you know what do you have what else do you have in the works
1: Well, wow. let's see i mean okay so within gauze i'm working on the clothing line so i'm working on getting new t-shirts in um i've had like only black t-shirts for a few months now and now i want to get i want to introduce white so you can have like black and white t-shirts or so you have more more choice within it i also want to change the design like have the original design that is at now but also have another design to sell to give it another edge um, and for you to have more options also what i'm working on is to is to run a mini agency within Gores to you know so i can be able to send dancers and instructors instructors out to work and do corporate events um flash mobs anything that may come my way um so i'm working to build a mini agency within the movement within gores um starting so the works in the things of that and also i haven't really told everyone but i'm i'm also working towards moving to new york <gasps> Oh wow. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a bit I know, it's like a crazy step, but it's always it's been something I've wanted to do for a while. I've I went there every summer for 3 years from 2012 until last year and every time I go it's just it's been phenomenal. I enjoy it. I feel like I'm it's the place for me. I feel like I'm better over there. So this year, I was like, I'm not going to go. I'm going to work towards making that step to be like, right, that's where I want to live my life. So yeah, that's very things. exciting,
0: and you'll be closer to us. So I know. Just <laughs> um, yeah, you'll be more accessible. So that'll be great. Yes. <laughs> Well, it's interesting that you say that about, you know, going there and feeling at home and Stefan. I, I can only imagine that that transition is going to inspire more choreography, more projects. And so that's going to be really exciting to see from you, Tarek. Blessed.
1: Yay. <laughs> If people want to connect with you, where can they find you? Uh huh. They can find me on every social media out there now. So you've got my Facebook, if it's Tarek Quest, or if you want to like my brand page, it's Gauze, which is spelled G-A-W-Z. You can also find me on Twitter. For my personal one, again, it's Tarek underscore K, but for the brand, it's Gauze Empire. Or one word and that's the same for my instagram personal and business Um, and also my website which is www.gores.co.uk and if you'd like to check out any videos i'm on youtube just my name Tarek quest so there's no you have no excuse to not find me i'm on like a dozen (laughs) a dozen platforms you know so yeah
0: Thank you so much for sharing such great information that is not only applicable to dance, but to any business and to any entrepreneurial adventure. I think you've shared some really key insights and concepts that people can apply. So thank
1: you so much, Tara. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to me and allowing me to be a part of your uh, podcast or (laughs) podcast.
0: I'm finding that I'm saying this all the time, but as I'm reviewing the interviews that I do and just talking to different people, I really, really love doing this podcast. It's really just so enriching for me because I get to talk to these amazing entrepreneurs who are just as passionate about dance as I am. And being able to relate the dance and business world has been just, it's just been eye-opening in a lot of other ways as well. So I want to thank you for listening and I would really appreciate it if you would go to iTunes or Stitcher Radio and give me a rating and review. That way I can continue improving the podcast. podcast. And I would love to give you a shout out on a future session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. I look forward to talking to you next week. And until then, I pray that you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine.
1: Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at anetbonecom slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at AnnetteBone.com. This podcast copyright by AnnetteBone.com and Dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.